about nothing. Me, the fucking hottest dude in the game, Sebastian Canelli. And of course, we got the fucking cute boy, as always, Robbie Boy. Robbie, what's up, beautiful? What's up, Sebastian? Oh, my God. Let's do it right off the bat. Let's fucking hit it. We yes. got a show. We got a show July 9th. Everybody, we want to see you there. Please, please, please keep buying tickets. Tell your friends. It's going to be funny. We're still booking the rest of the show out. We're going to have some stand-ups, improvisers. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. We're going to hang out after. I'm excited for to meet the people that listen to the podcast. Me too. And also, too. it doesn't. it's not going to be the podcast, though. So it's going to be you could bring whoever out to it. You will have to have no context of who we are. So if you bring your friends. I'll definitely slip in a fucking podcast reference by just yeah. just for the fucking true hotties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'll just slip in a, a couple just for the true hotties. But come out to the show. It's going to be it's going to be phenomenal. phenomenal. Okay? Yes. Uh, and the more people that buy, the more we'll be able to do shows down the line. So please, if you know you're going to come, uh, yeah, buy the tickets in advance. And that will definitely help us continue to do live comedy. I just killed grow. an ants that was on my toe. How? It was an ant on my toe. I was sitting here and I, I looked down at my feet and you know what's happening? What? I got a fucking ant scooting around my big toe. Was it a big ant? Was it, a, it was a tiny ant. I got ants on my toes, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to do a podcast in peace. I got ants crawling on my toe. Maybe you have to get the, I had to raid my downstairs area too. I cannot believe I just had an ant crawling on my toe. You also, it's easy to create Sebastian in a state of disbelief. What do you mean? You can't believe a lot of things. Because I live every day. I, I live you are no you're like a four year old who just got to to school for the first time. And just you know got what? to kindergarten, and you're you were sheltered for the first four years. That's how you operate in the world. And I love that. I and, love it, that. and it doesn't matter. You could do the same thing every week. And you can't believe it every time. I would. I'd rather live in wonderments than li live as a fucking piece of wood. <laughs> you know what I'm could saying? Could you? Could you not believe that you were back on stage or no? Couldn't believe it. You couldn't believe. It. I couldn't believe. It. I go. I can't believe. It. I think that was one of the first things I said. I go. I can't believe this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I go. Wow. This is. I think I whispered to someone. Oh, wow. I can't believe this. <laughs> I. I. I tru truly do live in wonderment. Uh, that's great. I think that's a nice place state to be in. I think I kind of do. But then I, when I really got to know you, I was like, well, this guy's on a different level than me. It's not an act. No, it's a, you're on a different level than I am. I just and but you know what the thing is? I feel the goods. I think that like uh, people that live in, like you go, oh, everything's new to you. That must be scary. It's beautiful. That's nice. It's beautiful. You know what? That's like to experience for the first time. Remember the first time that you did something that was like exciting or scary to you or something like like the, even the first kiss that you ever had? Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, God, the first kiss I ever had. I remember. I just remember my it was heart. a double kiss. Oh, the that's why you were told about this. <laughs> I think you have, but refresh my memory. It was a double kiss. The first kiss I ever had kindergarten okay a little boy right of course i'm living in wonderment i mean yeah. i flew so close to the sun. <laughs> this is like a legitimate <laughs> what this is a legitimate reason to be in disbelief the first kindergarten kiss kissing two people at once on the lips it's not the your mom my mother me and my mother never kissed on the lips don't you ever put that on my never family. 
I one time did that, and my mom looked at me in my eyes, and she goes, we don't do that in this family. Okay. Not even as a small baby? Who remembers small baby talk? I guess you're right. Who did you wait? Did, are you a mouth kisser? No. Are you Robbie? Or do you kiss your family on the lips? No, no, no. When you maybe see your- when I was like before kindergarten, I would kiss my mom on the lip. I don't know. Do you kiss your mother on the when you no, see your? No, I have not. No, 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 no. Do you kiss your mother on the lips? No, no, or anyone in my family. Your your brother and your sister. We don't even. I we used to double kiss, like kiss on the cheek. I don't even know how much we all kiss on the cheek anymore. Oh, I kiss on the cheek. Me and my sisters. I, like I the my, extended family. Me and my brother and sister don't kiss on the cheek anymore. You don't kiss your brother and sister? No. 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 Do you give them a hug? Yeah. A, what, a nice hug? Or, or is it just like a formality? It depends. Wow. Sometimes it's just like, all right, see you later. Hug. No, I, I go in. I could see you. You have spoken how much you love intimate hugs. So I can only imagine. I like a hug. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. I like a hug. I'm a good hugger, too. I would imagine. I mean, you've never gotten one from you. No, I don't think we've ever hugged. Not on the level that you talk about. No, we've never even come close to a normal hug. Okay. Have we ever even come close to a normal hug? I consider like a dap arm around the back, like a half hug. Wow. Wow, what do you also consider kissing fucking? Like, what are you no. talking about? That's not a hug. <laughs> no. That's not a hug. That's playing a dap with your arm around the back? T-ball, and I'm playing baseball, bro. What are you talking about? Uh, if there's something in between you, that's not a hug. Okay. That's what the definition of hug is. A hug. Body would, to body. A hug is, everyone thinks it's about the arms. It's about okay. the bodies. Okay. It's about you a hug in if heart to heart. To, it's that's the real heart to heart. If if yes, don't make me start singing Phil Collins from fucking um Tarzan. Okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, a real the purpose of a hug. What makes it so wonderful is you bear yourself. You you say I am not hiding. I am not shielding from the enemy anymore. Right? You are safe within me. I will open up my chest and allow you. To strike and kill me if you want to. Wow. <laughs> this is what it is. This, this is, is what your brain, bro. This is what your brain is thinking. I wasn't thought hug. of hugs like this. No, you go. Is this I'm some allowed- night shit? Did you spend school time in night school? I was obsessed, bro. I was obsessed with Page Squire Nights, the fucking yeah. process, okay? <laughs> and you go, I will bear my chest and I'll, you may strike me if you want to. But I am opening myself up because I believe that we are safe among each other. Okay. That's, so me and you have I have never opened myself up to you like this. You have never. It's you, always a hand, uh, our handshakes in the middle, just in case something, just in something case. goes wild. I need I could quickly access my sword. You have you have never taken your hand off the sword. I've never taken my hand off my and- sword with Sebastian. Whenever me and Sebastian are going to show any type of uh, emotion to each other, well, I have my hand on my sword. Well, my hand is glued going. to my sword. <laughs> I see. I see Sebastian's coming over. Oh no, yeah. he's moving. He's moving quickly in those slides. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I must grab my sword for who knows if he shall strike my arm off with the hug. You know? Yes. I open. I bear my. I, I say, I feel safe among you. I will show you my body. That's romantic. 
and and then I give a hug. And that's what a hug you should, is. Do you ever hug. do this after dates? Explain this process. I do it before. and how intimate <laughs> you do it before. I do, I do it right before. I you go let them know. You go up top. This is this is my philosophy on hugs. We'll see if you get there by the end of this. I I literally say, I go. I don't go in for the kiss on the first date, but I do if you are worthy. If you are, if you are worthy. <laughs> If one is one is one is worthy for the for the opening, I will open my soul and open my and and let down my guard for you and we will embrace. That's very nice of that. <laughs> we will embrace. So anyone out there that I've ever hugged know that I've thought in my head you could potentially kill me. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what I'm I'm being uh, 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 facetious. Right. I don't no, know. No, but I, I, I could see this as some you're very into knights and samurais. And I'm very into of, <laughs> you're very into men who are extremely disciplined. Yes, because That's I'm like the thing that you like. It is something that I like because and no one would expect that. Right. Because I think that what you I, are into yeah. is something Catching release fishermen who spend hours on boat. You just like disciplined oh, guy. Yes, because that's who I wish I was. I think you're pretty disciplined. I went to a God, don't make me blush. Um, I I went to I went to a deli this weekend. Okay. I walk into the deli. I'm getting um I'm getting a protein bar. I'm getting a fucking uh vitamin water zero. Okay. Just so you know my order. Right. I go up to the counter and right before me, there's a guy and they go, Oh yeah, we're open again. Yeah, we're doing construction around the corner. Like he's talking like that, okay? So then I go to pay and I go, oh, thanks, man. Thanks. And he goes, oh, you you work it. You working on the, the job sites. And I felt so good in my heart oh, you <laughs> that someone mistaked me for a construction worker. He That's looked at nice. Me, he looked at me and he said, this dude works at the construction site. What were you wearing? Were you black wearing Tim's black T-shirt? Just a black T-shirt. That he is goes, I get that. And I go because you strayed so far. That's closer to who you maybe are or what this place is, that island. And you kind of strayed so far in the other direction. Yes. To be like, oh, there is a little piece of that that people can still see. There's still inside of me underneath. underneath I get why you I get why you uh, were happy about that. Yeah, I wouldn't get that. And I would also if somebody did, I would feel, I guess, be like, oh, yeah. You feel like a dude. I felt like a man. Yeah. I felt like I could have a family and be divorced. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? I felt like yeah. I could I could go to a bar and complain about how I have no money and I spend it all on alimony. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And there's a part of me, there's a toxic part of me that wants that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Okay. There's a part of me that goes, oh, I that could have been me. That I could have been, been I could have been divorced. In that moment, it was you. In that moment, I was that person, right? Did you say yes? I said no. You didn't? I, I said no. You didn't play then, along for a little bit? So the guy who plays along <laughs> for a living. I play along for a living, but you know why? Because I didn't want to dishonor the construction man. I didn't want to dishonor a person that does go there at 6 a.m. in the morning to work at the construction site. I don't deserve okay. to say yes. Okay. And, then, and then he asked me what I do. And then he asked, and I said, I'm a flight attendant. No. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what 
to say. So yeah. I always pick something. Well, I just pick something. Well, if you want to see Sebastian be a flight attendant, potentially, July 9th, phenomenal. Please come out. Please buy tickets in advance if you know you're going to come. That helps us out a lot. And we'll see. We're excited. Yeah. Wow. I felt so good. I mean, like, ugh. When Darth Vader, when Darth Vader, when they took off all his clothes, right? I am this artiste, you know. When you, okay. when you, when you take off my strands, totes. That's and, always and my, what you go to because that's as the your, ultimate. As a, that is like, <laughs> the ultimate. there's like little trinkets you could accumulate in New York City that prove you're an artiste, and whatever that is, you're on level of strand tote bag. Strand tote bag. Strand tote bag, you are sending. If you carry a strand tote bag, you are sending a, 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 a image. You want the world to know a certain thing about you, just like how the poles will wear a Gucci, uh, uh, a yes, Gucci, of course, uh, uh, across the like, uh, it's uh, so what's bag. the what's like the entry level artiste trinket? The entry level artiste trinket, interesting. I would say it's probably. Now or like back in the day when back, I started. Back in the day when you started. I mean, of course, Infinite Jess was always on the side. Oh, uh, yeah. Infinite, okay. There was like when I first started, Infinite Jess was in people's hands. Yeah, really? It was in people's hands. And what was amazing was these people would carry around this big book, but they had the tiniest arms I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to be shady. Small arms, big book. Small arms. Go and that's kind big- of funny. Maybe that was maybe that's what they were learning in the book. I've never read it. I don't even know the premise of I, I've never read it either. I, I fucking a Fatui. You know what I'm yeah. saying, bro? Anyone that reads that Fatui, you know? Yeah, I think people read I'm it. I'm sure just- people that listen to this podcast have read it. Fatui to you. OK, Fatui to, the- oh. Fatui to you. OK, Fatui, <laughs> Fatui, not to me, Fatui to you. Okay? OK, and this I, I'm a boy that reads now. You are. I'm a boy that reads now, but I, I guess that makes sense because you get infinite jest and then maybe you you to grow on that. You're like, I got to go back to the strand and get more. Yes. And you and never I, read with the more, but you get the bag. You get the bag and then you start carrying. Then you start carrying around all, all your different shit in the bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. I would actually say I would love to see the graph. Of the size of the book to the comparison to the size of the arms, because I bet you the bigger the arms. The smaller, the smaller the book. The book. <laughs> I bet you there you is. You think there's beautiful... an inverse relationship with arms and books? Yes, I think that if you want to find out if a person reads, look at it, just take a tape measure and wrap it around their arm, <laughs> and you will hundred percent. You might not be wrong. I actually think I'm onto something. We need to stop asking questions, and we need to be Sherlock Holmes about stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I am. I think that's what first date should be: just two people staring, at, like. Bring yourself and some things that represent your personality and you just stare and and make inferences. Yes. And you go, all right, his ankles are small. That must mean this. His wrists are small. That must mean this. His ankles are small. He's not from New York. He doesn't walk around a lot. You know what I'm saying? He he was from, oh, you're from the suburbs. Oh, my God. How'd you know? That's what you got to do. Yeah, that's what it is. If you make a... If you make an assumption about someone, don't judge a book by only judge a book by its cover. Only use use the cover. I hate to, that say. To find, I hate that say. Use the cover to find. Uh, there's more on the cover than people think. Maybe that's what the saying should be. You know what? People that say that shit hate who they are. You know what I Ooh, mean? This is, 
don't judge a book who by say, its cover. Don't judge a book by the, the, uh, its cover. Hate who they are, and they can't come to terms with who they are. Have you I ever feel like it's a lot of, I mean, this is my experience in it, okay. but a lot of like douchey guys that do one nice thing. Like exactly. a douchey, like frat bro. And then he does one tiny little nice thing. He's like, oh, don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. <laughs> As no. if you're, uh, he doesn't fit 10 other stereotypes about. About uh, who exactly he yeah, is. Yeah, about being, yeah. That he doesn't love beer pong and this and the whole nine yards of like being exactly. Listen, yeah. Do I play flip cup? Do I have, do I have a Bass Pro Shop fucking yeah. hat? Do I fucking wear big visor sunglasses? Yes. But listen. I also see my nephew once yeah. a month. Don't judge a book. I by love my cover. mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. I also enjoy sushi and know how to use chopsticks. Don't yeah. judge a book by its cover. Okay. It's you were like- going to get hit by a car and I told you not. To. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm actually a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I just let- what any nice person would do. And that's it. Anyone with a soul would do in that situation. Don't judge a book by its cover. Judge me by my cover. Yeah. Judge me by my cover. Look at me. I mean, there's so much me. in your cover. There is. I do think you should judge me by my cover because a lot of who I am, I think a lot of who you are too, is in how you look. Yeah. And ha- not how you hold yourself. I think it, you judge a book, you don't judge it just by like the first glance. You read the fucking words. Yeah. You feel the book. You know what I I'm saying? I saw someone recently. And they were like, I like that you got the mullet. I just don't think it's you. And I was like, it's me now. It's <laughs> you now. Haven't seen you in a year and a half. And this you is know me what now. you should have told that fucking asshole? You should have said. Nice you, no, no. You know what you should have told that fucking asshole? Okay. I'll tell you what you tell him. You go, no, that's the idea of, of me that you have in your head. Okay. That's the idea of who I am to you. Yeah, because you have to remember that also we serve. Although this is something I got to say that I've been thinking about for a little bit. Okay, so you're basically saying you're projecting. That's what I should have told him. You're projecting an image of me onto myself, whatever. I think a lot of people yes. <laughs> say you're projecting to get out of a lot of things. And it's like I... it's it's the it's a corner that it puts. It's almost like checkmate. All right. You're right. I'm project- like because everyone is always constantly projecting. Life is a on some on some level. So when we people are, will be just be like, oh, you're just Plato's projecting cake, cake. when you're just projecting right now. And I'm just like, all right, we can't move forward. in this conversation. I get some people do project like badly and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yes. That I get that there's extreme cases of it, but I do find it kind of annoying when you're talking to somebody and they're just like, wait, I need to stop you. You're projecting right now. And I'm like, I'm just emoting. Yeah, I hate, I can't, I can't with the projecting either, right? But I, even though I just did tell you. You just said it, yeah. <laughs> I just, no, but I used a different word. No, you did, you did. It, I think what I said is slightly different than projecting. Yes. Because they, I think in everyone's minds, they have a role that you play in life. Yeah. I you also, I mean, I know this is. You are a bishop. Yes. To, to everyone, we are the whole chessboard, Okay. Okay. Wu Tang style, <laughs> right? We are okay. the whole chessboard to everyone. To some people, Robbie, I am a pawn. Yeah. And to others, I am a fucking queen. Okay. Yes. <laughs> to others, I am okay. the queen. I see what you're saying. So in his eyes, in this fucking asshole's eyes, <laughs> you were a bishop, and you all of a sudden you I started moving a like a knight. Okay. Yes. And then it was like, wait, what's happening? You're not a knight. 
and go, you don't know the night inside of me. And then you open up and you fucking pull your sword out and you stab him yeah. when he's trying to go in for the hug. For the hug. Okay? Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> People have this idea of what role you play in their life. Definitely. Like, that's when you, you go home and everyone goes, oh, I go home and I regress. Well, uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, because even with your family, it's also people will, that role doesn't evolve because you might know somebody at a certain time or you're like, people know you, I think, the best in a certain time period and you change. And then when they come back and see you, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. And then they just tell you that you're still that person. You must change. Oh, you know, Robbie, he forgets everything. I like forgot four things one summer. <laughs> and I for know. some people, I'm just the person who forgets everything all the time. What role do you think you play the most in people's lives? I don't know. Friend. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. But more specifically than friends. I don't know. That's interesting. What do you think? Funny guy. I think I got a lot. I got stuck a lot in being the funny guy uh, growing up. I think a lot. It was, oh, he's the funny guy. He's the funny person. Um, He's, uh, you know. Yeah. I would like lean in if somebody like if people were we just had this conversation. You're like, I'm laughing at you, not with you. And I never, I never really distinguished the difference. You make and if me people sound laugh, like a monster. If people you make laugh me at, sound like a monster. I'm like, if people want to laugh at me, I'll play along. Like, let's get this ball roll. People are laughing. Yes. I'll lean in and do like whatever. I don't care. Um, so I would like like being the joke. Yeah. In my well, friend no. group. So and then and then everybody's laughing. I mean, we're all friends. It's not nothing's ever malicious. But I liked being like the joke. Well, no one. I think what people have to understand is people get attached to that. Like if one person thinks that you're this, that's who you really are. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. There's duality. Yeah, there's, there is 100%. There's duality. I mean, inside a human being is you are everyone. 100%. There's this beautiful, beautiful allegory. A person dies, right? And they, they go to the afterlife. And they go, oh, where's my mom? Where's my dad? Where's where, where's my dog? And there's this being that's there. And the being says, they're here. And the person goes, where? Where? I don't see them. And they go, and the person goes, you were all of them. You were everyone down there. Interesting. I don't know if I agree with this. Well, what do you mean agree with it? It's a fucking fantasy. It's, it's saying that you are like, like you are everything. So what? So I'm you. And it's disgusting what you did to me last night. Well, fucking jerk it <laughs> I off don't even twice, know. bro. Jerk it <laughs> off twice in one night. You actually, actually, you being me, I am. I got some beef to stay with you, bro. Because last night, last night I get home. I'm like, let me hit a one, two. Uh, let me, let me. Uh, and you're like, let me jerk off. And then you say, let me jerk off again. Let me watch two episodes of Alone and stay up till three in the morning and jerk off again. That's what you're doing with me as you're me. That's I have some I'm beef you. to say. With you. Uh, yeah. That's the choices you're making in my body. Let me, let me. Well, jerk it's not off. just me. It's everybody. It's your mom. It's oh, just- don't you dare. My- <laughs> don't you dare. Everybody is everybody. If we're doing this, me and your mom got together. Inside your body, we were like, "What no, are you gonna do with no, no, no. Oh my god, everyone's inside of me! That's no, what, that's what please. you're saying. Please, everyone, get out, out of me! Please, please, please! I do not. No, like that this. kind of shit just makes it be. That's like, 
I don't like movies like Fight Club because I don't like this. Everything's just all in your head type of thing. I just that was a movie about mental illness. I think this is uh, okay. An I allegory. I okay, it's, that's. Yeah. I guess it is a little different. That's a hundred. That's like being like I don't like schizophrenia. Okay, all right. This is all right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Robbie is on record. He hates mental illness. If you have it, he'll come at you. You know what no, I'm saying? I also saw Fight Club <laughs> late in life, and I didn't know the premise, and I was just like. Oh, that's the big thing that every I think whatever we don't have to talk about it. You just got annoyed. I just it was overhyped. I think any time a movie's to me overhyped or just hyped up a lot, it doesn't live up to the expectation. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I totally like. I think movies have a ceiling. A hundred percent. I mean, and people sometimes pretend like pretend like they don't have a ceiling, and when you cross that, I it. It just never lives up to that. Some people make their identity a movie. Okay, let's let's explore this. Okay, now, I think that's mean? like oh, the big, the big whole, Lebowski. Their uh, whole thing is a movie. I so thought you I meant think, they make their like they identity is that they are always living in a movie. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of people like that. <laughs> <laughs> I am my just, like, own, own. Yeah, every day I am the is main character of my own story. Oh I mean, God. so many people. This is this is always wild to me that people move will people will move to New York City have a group of friends and then be like yeah we should have literally a TV show. <laughs> Actually, I said that in like a feminine voice. I think dudes think it more. So entourage, bro. Every entourage. Like, I'll just be like, what? Can, give me one outing that happened with it that is deserving of a television episode, and they'll say something that's just like. One of their friends got laid. Basic. I know. Entourage ruined a generation of people of men. Okay. Entourage ruined a generation of men because they made us think. They made Vinny Chase, Turtle, okay? Johnny Drama, E, the crew. They made us think that we were important for doing nothing. They that but he was starring friendship. in movies. They'll see, they'll see Vinny Chase, who stars in movies, which is an industry that at the time wasn't. Now every fucking TV show is about the, the entertainment industry. But before this, it wasn't like this. And they would see. I think more friends maybe allowed this, but people this see yes, Vinny like Chase. This. People like see Vinny Chase, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I'm that." Except. I'm a middle manager at PwC, but yes. we're basically living the same life, but except I'm at PwC and he's starring in movies, which is equal careers that people want to see the intricacies of. <laughs> like that's how they think. And people also then will be like, "You're the turtle. I'm the R. I'm the yeah. E." You know what I mean? Because they need to put everyone in the category. And exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 100. It's like, oh, look at this mold. Let's put ourselves. Let's force ourselves into these molds of yeah, these characters yeah. that are ahead of us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're Phoebe. You're the Phoebe because one time you said a dumb thing in science class back in eighth grade. I mean, like, shut the fuck up, bro. Okay, shut yeah. the fuck up. I just want to say, don't ever let anyone say that you're a character. Don't ever. You're, yes. Don't you're ever, your own character. Don't you ever let someone put you as a, like I'm I'm a this type. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. No, don't you dare limit yourself to nobody that. likes being put in boxes. Nobody. I don't like. I'm also maybe not nobody, but I don't like people we like tell me other people in boxes because it makes we can't understand the complexity of other human beings, but we can understand our own complexity. 
I guess. I guess we are always projecting. <laughs> We're always projecting. The, this is Plato's cave, okay? We are looking at the shadows on the wall. I don't know what Plato's cave is, and I don't know if the listeners do. You don't know what Plato's cave is? I was also is? a philosophy minor. What? How do you but, not know what Plato's cave I also, is? I don't like when people will say you would love X, Y, Z. You would love Plato's cave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean a person. They're like, oh, you would love. I spe- this is probably worse for you. Yeah. Because wanna... people probably will be like, you would love so-and-so. And they're just loud, obnoxious, kind of mean. And say things that people think are funny but aren't jokes. Nobody. Anyone that you think I'm going to love is either too close to who I am. Right? Yeah. They go, oh, you're going to love this guy. He's big. He's loud. He's funny. Hey, go, go stay in your own fucking lane. Okay, brother? Yeah. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, I don't yeah. want you here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's either too close to home or it's what the person, who the person thinks I am, which makes me feel nauseous to I a know. recommendation of who they think I'll like. Yeah. If you do not ever tell me you seem like this person or you would like this person, because normally they are literally the worst person I've ever met. And maybe yeah. that I need to go home, I lie in bed for a couple hours and reevaluate that. Which is right? why I like bachelor, bachelorette parties are always funny because people think that I do think this, that all my friends get along, which they generally do. So I'm going to be contradictory, which yes. I, whatever it is what it is. But I think people think in their head, yeah, that everyone will get along. You'll love this person. You'll love my friend from this. And it's like, maybe they don't. And that's I, not always how things work out i mean i'm a grown-ass man i won't be rude no of course not i won't be i actually i that i take some people are rude i I always do i I think i see a lot of these bachelor parties bachelorette parties mainly bachelor where there is one or two guys that are just like over the top douchebags they just repeat the same oh yeah we're getting fucked up today bro yeah yeah oh yeah bud light again today and it's like every the people guys will think that like all their other friends will like that person but like most of the other people have evolved past that, but oh, they fuck. remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got if I don't do coke at this fucking bachelor party and go fucking ape shit, you know what I mean? I'm gonna ape let shit, everyone yeah, down. Coke. They just I'm like let don't even speak down. in complete you know? sentences. They're just like singing the song at some point. Uh, oh, coke, yeah, coke. Oh, fucking coke. Yeah, I know. That'll be a champagne of beers. Champagne of beers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know? And they'll literally be. <laughs> First thing they say when they wake up, first thing they say when they're about to pass out at night. And they are such, they are these people that they put themselves in a box. That's what I it know. is. That's what they, that's what it is. They went to the party and they said, this is my role here. My role Repeat is to be catchphrases, to quote Anchorman, to, yeah. to shotgun 24 ounce cans of beer, right? Yeah. And to smack all the dudes on their asses, whether they like it or not. Okay. Like yeah. they go, that is, Oh, sweetie, I killed this weekend. Okay, you don't even know at the bachelor party, bro. You, baby, I got a big weekend ahead I know. of me. Okay, those wives are always, or like girlfriends, are always doing the most emotional labor at because that's the oh only person that God. they've ever spoken to. I was 
everyone needed me there. The vibes were bad. And I showed up and I pulled out the Miller High Lifes and we were playing Flip Cup. I changed the energy of the place, you know? Everyone loves me at a bachelor party. Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, okay? But it's always that guy that the person thinks that everybody's going to love. And it's like, no, we don't. We don't love that. No. And you know what's? I will say this. I ran a risk in my life of becoming that man. I yeah, we all. I'm have. sure yeah, that no, I no, that guy. no. I ran a risk of becoming that man. Yeah, I was the guy that you say you're gonna love, Sebastian. Yeah, I could see it. You're gonna love. I would roll through the um, my hands. I used to have tattoos on my palms, but every year they would disappear through the high fives. I used to get t- tattoos oh, on my palms. You- <laughs> Every single year, and then you they were a high fade. five king. Oh, bro, the numbers of high fives I did were tremendous. I every year I would get tattoos on my hand, and and as they would fade away, I knew that was the amount of energy I was giving into the world. <laughs> Which is funny to me because you're also very smart. So you were putting yourself in a box. I put myself in a box, and you it was the most unhappy a, I yeah. ever was. You weren't I, embracing the like smart side of you. You you cannot a present. A present is a gift for someone else. It's not a gift for yourself. You, if you give someone, a, if you put something in a box, it's a present for someone else. Oh, okay. And if you put yourself in a box, that's for someone else and it's not for you. Wow, I like this. I was putting myself in putting a box. Putting yourself in a box is creating a present and a present is a gift for someone else. It's not for Sebastian you. Sebastian Canelli. Have you ever put, a, if you bought yourself a gift, you never put it in a no, box. You're right. You feel bad when you're playing a role. When you play a role, it's not what you want. It doesn't feel fulfilling. And I played the role. You don't have, I was shotgunning 24 ounce beers. <laughs> I was making myself nauseous to yeah. be the hypest dude in the, in the, I would literally do it and then go stand in the corner and dry heat for five minutes alone, trying not to cry. I know this is sad. This happens to people. This is, but I think so. People, maybe we feel maybe we next time I'm in a bachelor party or situation like this, I should try to break through for, for that person and not judge a book, not judge a book by its cover. What are we? We're coming full circle. <laughs> No, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. You do not want to take a person. Or maybe out of the I box. should do a better, better job. We that's what actually we are on on tune with what we started with because we just did a better job of judging that book by its cover. Some people judge a book by cover. They see this confident whatever guy yep. who loves nope. to drink beer the whole night. We see somebody who put themselves in a box to give a gift for someone else because we are good. Cover judges. We are good. We you should see us at Barnes and Noble. We're just scrolling <laughs> yeah. down the aisle. We know yeah. what all the books are. Yeah, we see, we can predict endings. We predict. I walk. I don't. Even, I knew the ending of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone just by looking at the cover. Are you kidding me? I saw the Sixth Sense. I go, oh yeah, I know what the Sixth Sense is. He yeah. sees dead people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they go, how'd you get that? I go, the fucking title. Come on, open your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. You don't want to open this box, though. You do not want to take people out of the box. No, you're right. That's too much. Because That's playing therapist in a in a in a area that has not been asked to play therapist. Oh, no. you know which is why I don't like when people are like always when you're operating in good faith in a conversation and they're just like you're projecting and it's like yeah I'm always kind of projecting a little yes. bit like I am human. <laughs> so a person who opens a present, who opens a present, Robbie. The person that owns somebody, that gift. 
Yes. The person that own the person who opens it, it's for them. And if you open a present and you take someone out of a box, now they think that they belong to you. Oh. So now they think if you want to do that with someone, no, they're going to have, we're going to have a very deeper connection than maybe know that. Anticipated. Yes. I might be, they might be like, oh, he's the only person in the world that gets me. Not even my girlfriend. A hundred percent. That's a responsibility that you might not want to take on at a bachelor party. <laughs> no, you do not want to take that. You, if someone's in a box, you recognize they're in a box. You say, Oh, I can't open. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. not for me. It doesn't have my fucking name on it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> right. If you're going to, you, cause you can't rewrap. You, you'll always notice once you take a gift out of the box, you already know what it is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, to put yeah. it back in the box, it's still in the box. You still <laughs> see it shotgun in the beers, but then you remember, you go, oh, you're sad about your dad's and mom's divorce. No, I don't. You know what I'm <laughs> like, it's yeah, not yeah. as fun to see a guy moon a bus full of kids, right? Yeah. If you know that he has a drinking problem. Okay? Uh, yeah. It's just not as fun. No. So sometimes you don't want to open the box. You recognize that's a gift. That gift is not for me. I will enjoy the presence of the present, but I will leave it in the box. <laughs> People could, should only, I think if you want to take someone out of the box, that's where true bonds are formed. Of course. That's where true bonds are formed. Of course. I would say most of my closest friends have gotten out of the box, and that's the relationship we have. Who took you out of the box? What box were you in, Robbie? I don't know. I would put myself the closest I ever came to being in a box was when I was the president of Greek life at TCNJ. A hundred percent. And I, I would was, say, uh, go ahead. Cause I, I, I kind of want to say what I, th what box I think you were in, but I want to hear your, your image first. Like I was like, well, I guess like a get shit done type of box or like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I had a job at J.P. Morgan upon graduating. I was the president of Greek Club. I was like doing these events. I was like that. I think I put myself into. I mean, I thought I was Tony Soprano at one point. Yeah, I don't know wild. what you're saying that. Yeah, yeah. You thought you were Tony Soprano at one point. I would say, yeah, this is actually. So the it, box I put myself in, I don't know. I'm a boss. I don't. But then I, 100 percent. You I 100 percent see the box that you kind of put yourself in was I run the show. I run the show. I'm alpha. I'm a nice alpha. I'm a nice alpha. That's exactly the box I put myself in. A hunt oh, douchey, but with the Like heart. we would do a party. I wouldn't even be worried. I would be like making sure people, are you having fun? You having fun? All right, whatever. I wasn't trying to like hook up or whatever. I was like going to the DJ. All right, how's the sound levels? All right, what's the beer going? All right, what is this? All right, I would, what's the And that fed your ego more about. than any blowjob could get. Oh, that, yeah. I also had a girlfriend for the most part. But yeah, that's kind of where I. No, but you were coming. That. You were yeah, coming. 100%. I come. For the classic on, every time I lift weights, I come. I come yes, all day exactly. long. That it's, was the box. Anytime I, I am at a party and I'm making people happy, I come. Oh, yeah. you, you got another cup of jungle juice. I'm coming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? I would be like, we got to have good taste in this. And there's to be decoration. Like everything needs. To, and meanwhile, it's disgusting, Brad that I would try to like yeah. dress up to be. I was thinking about this the other day, actually, how like crazy it was. What was just like how I, we we threw like an Oscars party. I remember one time and I went to like the A24. It was like, do you have any leftover posters from the movies? We bought a red carpet this, from the dollar store. We yes. I like had somebody taking pictures and I was like, all right, is there a way this was like back in 
2013. Was there a way that you could get the pictures from the from the camera immediately uploaded to our projector, like as the party's going on, so people could see the pictures when they walked in? Like, I, meanwhile, this is just nobody else is doing this on campus. No. I was just like, we have to be like throw the best party events, like whatever. You know, what's it interesting? Is, I said from on one of our episodes, the the thing I learned most in college was how to throw a party that people the, want to go to. The thing that's interesting here is you weren't worried what people were going to say to your face. No, you, I wanted the buzz. Wanted make, I wanted to be wanted above everything. I wanted the buzz. Yeah, you wanted you wanted people it didn't mean talking. shit to your face. You yeah. wanted people. To I wanted to I would talking. like I would gauge by asking people. Oh, of course, of course. But that was more for to gauge the buzz like you wanted exactly you, you got off on thinking that people were talking about you when you weren't there i guess yeah I mean, yes 100 yeah. which is wild which is wild interesting so the box that you were in wasn't that bad i guess it was it, I, there is some toxic you just unpack to- a lot of the things that yes yes how yes, you yes. view your like i think no matter what when you're in the box it's not good no i think when you're in the box it's it's not good and i think that one of the hardest boxes to get out of actually is your relationship with your parents, that box. Interesting. Probably I think, so. I think I, that is, I agree. I think that the box that you put yourself in. And it's very it's, difficult. It's very, if anything, I'm slowly starting to get that because I'm living at home as an adult. Yeah. That they realize that I'm not downstairs just fucking uh, putting fucking bugles on my fingers and and, and yeah. blowing O's, you know? I think me leaving my very stable life and being like, I'm not doing that. It's- and then realizing that, oh, that kind of was like, oh, we can't tell them what to do. Like you realize what the relationship is and it's like, oh, you work all this time up to, all right, you want to fit. They want the kids in boxes too, to some degree. We're getting real serious this episode a little bit, but because that's just the way kind of life works. And when you just take yourself out, it kind of, now that I'm out, it's like, all right, we have to talk about we're out of the box. Like, what's the deal? Um, I, you can't really put me in that either anymore. I was the fuck up growing up. Oh, so you, yeah. I was in that box. So you were always in the fuck up box. I was always so you being like, I'm going to do comedy. Didn't even take you out of the box. No, I'm still in the box. That's interesting. That I need a sense. box cutter, bro. You need a box cutter. I need a box cutter. So you you may be doing. Yeah, me doing engineering comedy. would have maybe taken you out of the box and being like, look, I'm my own man. I'm doing my own thing. This da, 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 da. My but we have almost opposite box flips from our. Parents. Yes. My parents were begging me to, to fuck it. They were, please finish, finish, finish. Get out of the box. They're pulling me out of the box, you know? So then in some way, I would say, if they wanted you to finish, you did the opposite of what they wanted, which I guess in reality is what you always did. Yeah, which is what I always did. Yeah, I was, I always did. I was, I didn't drink in high school. I was a great student. I did a lot of extracurricular. I was, yeah. So how are you getting out? How am I getting out? How are you getting out of the box? How am I getting? I think I took myself out of the box for me. That's good. I think I I don't look at myself as in a box anymore. That's good. I think I'm that's not, the best way you could do it with everybody. And so I can't be worried about what other people think. That's good. This is beautiful advice. I almost was I thinking, hope people are following. I think they are. I think this is actually a really good conversation. 
I yeah, I know. I, I, I therapy was hard today for me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. We record right? on Monday, Sebastian has therapy on Mondays. You could tell what days are. What days are good days and what yeah, days what are bad days? days. <laughs> We're talking. <laughs> you want to talk about the, the bachelorette party? I mean, I also just so you had therapy and I just got back from a trip where that is like slowly becoming a bachelorette bachelor party capital of the United States. And yes. when those two things collide, this is what we get. This is what you get. This is oil and vinegar. You know, we're making a sound. We're, we're getting, okay. We're getting, you get the therapy behind the bad guy at the bachelor party. Yes, that's exactly what you're getting. That's what happened. We're opening. You can see my lived experience of the last few days at Sebastian's and how that comes together to create this podcast. This is actually this is this is next level shit, people. This is next level shit. Okay, I want to talk for a few minutes about the bachelorette party I met. Okay, tell me, you little fucking freak. How was your weekend? Okay, (laughs) you little fucking freak boy. It was fun. It was a good time. You did. So I got you to. I got you to. Uh, you texted me at one point, like, "Damn, I wish I was there," which was nice. Yeah, tell them when I I texted you. I went to the mall. You couldn't go outside from the mid in the middle of the day because it was so hot. But I did go to the mall, and they had. It was the best experience I've had a mall in a mall since I've been in high school. And that's when I texted him. Yeah. It wasn't about we were, Arizona. I mean, there was great. There was like hype. It was like all the shit me and Sebastian look at on TikTok and yeah. Instagram in one store. And then next to the store was this place called Selfie World, which you could just like buy all this nice little merch. And then there was 50 back like little rooms and then ring lights in each room. And for twenty dollars, you could spend all day there. I was like, I wish Sebastian was here too. We would have such a fun time at Selfie World. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Oh my god. Oh wait, wait, wait. Happy National Selfie Day, Robbie. Today's, today's National today's... Selfie Day. Yes, today's National Selfie Day. And I saw that you took a selfie on your trip. And I just want to say, we got to figure out what you what you yeah. doing with your face on these selfies. Okay. Well, we'll talk what? about that that period of time when I was in a box. It was like a running joke. Of how I would take pictures, it would, they would call the Robbie face, and people would just be snapping each other the Robbie you, face. You look like you look like a fish that's on a that's on a cycle. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> on <laughs> a cycle, little, like a steroid cycle. Yes, you look like a fish on a steroid cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand. <laughs> you literally, you look like a gorilla that's surprised. That's the face that you're making. <laughs> it's, it's wild, Robbie. But what face does a man make in a selfie? I don't know what face like if The Rock was to take a selfie, which I don't think he's ever done. You know what I mean? And that's why he could be president one day. Okay, right. But if if what face does a man make in a selfie? Because either it has to be a joke or you got to fucking think you're Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I don't know. I try to toe the line and that's where where I end up in between joke and Ryan Gosling. It's, I think, I, I, sorry to throw you on the bus. Closer to joke. It, no, it, I think. You look like I'm. T- no, it comes no, off, no. It comes off trying no. to be closer to Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yes, but yes. it is, in reality, way closer to joke. But That's what you tell yourself. I think no. people think that my intention is Ryan Gosling. It's a hundred percent. You think you think that you are the hottest boy in the world when you take, take those pictures. I had to walk <laughs> away from you taking a selfie <laughs> the other day. I had to walk. We were outside in Staten Island, and I was worried that, like, someone, like, uh, uh, my elementary school teacher would drive by and see me next to this kid taking a selfie uh, standing out on the streets. I I can't be here. I can't be here. I I did. I need to walk away. But what face does a man make? I'll tell you this. I do slightly gate mouth. 
Eyebrows. Oh up. yeah, you look like a fish too. You look like one of those fish in SpongeBob. <laughs> we don't speak any words. You like like one of them that got caught mid sentence. I 100% I do my mouth slightly agape because it makes my face look a little thinner. <laughs> yeah. I do my eyebrows so my fucking eyes pop a little bit more and I have less forehead, you know? Yeah. I've been told smile. I can't smile. And I have a, a altered smile. <laughs> I have fake teeth. So, hey, and I still this? feel I still I'm like, yeah, I think it's weird to smile for a selfie. It's to smile alone looking at a camera taking a picture of yourself is sociopathic i know it's actually to be looking at yourself in the mirror and smiling at yourself i don't know if i need to hit therapy again but if Maybe. you can look in the mirror and smile at yourself i mean that is nirvana right that is that has that to is be nirvana that is nirvana to be able to look at yourself and naturally smile from a selfie i think the people that do that a lot get into character yeah, I think you have to play a character when you take a selfie. I think that's what uh, most people are doing. If you're not playing a character when you take a selfie, I don't know. I mean, and you think it, I should change my character? I think that we should alter our characters. I think we we I think we we got to pick pick the we're at the beginning of Mortal Kombat, right? I think Who do we want to play. Still, you know, I think just the front facing video is a little bit easier than the still yeah. of the selfie. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of I. You ever do the? I like the. I like the dudes that do the the, the bite the bottom lip. I. That's just not funny. If I was just trying to be lead into hot all the time, then I would maybe do that. You do the fuck boy face, bite the bottom lip, eyes closed. Mm, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? I. I, I think How I do could you do make that. It funny. You could do it. I think that's my. If if I actually want to play a character, that's who I want to play. That's the guy you want to be. That's the guy I want to be. I want to like be the, the Chad. Guys, it's hardly Yeah. They're just like. Mm, yeah. 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 That's who I want to be. I want to sure have. You're not alone. I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to be that. A hundred percent. But I think who I am is. Ooh. Yeah. I think I think who I'm closer to is, um, you know, those uh, those toys where you squeeze and their eyes yeah. bulge out of their face. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm that. Like literally head tilted fucking like my mouth. I make it if I was wearing a lip liner, it would look like a total just a complete asshole. That's the it's a perfect circle. Okay, I turn my mouth into head tilted eyebrows up eyes almost out of the sockets. Yeah, that's my natural state of being. That's the natural character inside of me. I know it's a tough. I mean, Figuring out who you are and uh, taking a selfie, one in the same. But anyways, oh. there was a selfie world. I had a great day at the mall. Uh-huh. Um, it was interesting. I want to just talk about this bachelorette party that I met. Okay. We're talking about bachelor parties, whatever. So I go out. The, uh, going out scene there was not great. Every single, there's this whole, there's one street and it's all clubs, bars, pool parties, whatever. And every single bar just packed with people <laughs> packed with white people <laughs> very good looking everybody's in phenomenal shape and it's just like a little bit of music and a lot of dubstep harsh edm beats yes and i'm like i'm from jersey even in jersey we're not this bad the stereotype <laughs> of jersey people jersey people will let levels play but we're not going to cut off levels oh sometimes i get a good feeling to yeah. insert 
way more aggressive beat here. Like we were, they were even, they were replacing already perfect EDM songs. Like, no, this isn't aggressive enough. That's awesome. That that's, was the vibe. That's people that candy flip, you know, I don't yeah. just take shrooms. I got to do acid on top of it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? What like that's why it's the candy flipping of EDM. You're at. Yeah. And there's maybe nine or 10 bars, every bar, same must they it must it's like all of these djs were like the seven dwarves like they're all from cut from the same like wild that wow. they're not and like sure there's no diversity they're all exact maybe that's a bad example because the seven dwarves are all have their own little personality <laughs> so, bad example no, but it's a good but, example because i'm sure even though it's 117 degrees they all wore their stupid uh, uh beanie caps and it was yeah. drooping off to the side you know <laughs> what i'm saying so it's a perfect example yeah. okay the but, seven dwarves are the ultimate hipsters okay yeah. let's just get ahead of it the seven dwarves that's who hipsters dream to be you yeah. know don't <laughs> I be guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dopey gets puss. Okay. If Dopey yeah. lived in Williamsburg, let, I'll just be honest. A, a dumb guy with big ears, with a big hat that's oh, they all the would. Side, they all would. No, not that. No, they all would not. I I beg to differ. They all would not. I don't. I can't even name them all. And I'm sleepy. All sleepy would. would not get ass, bro. You don't think so? Sleepy. You that he might get the most. You think guy, Sleepy's going to get the guy most guy who answer? lives in Williamsburg and just sleeps around, very, doesn't do anything. Right. What do you Fuck. mean? That's who they're getting Sleepy, the most. Sleepy's just on Xanax, bro. Yeah, he, yeah Sleepy might just, be getting the most ass. Yeah. And you know what? Who can Doc, afford to just sleep all day? Doc is definitely getting ass. You know what I'm oh, saying? Sleepy, he's just a mystery I need to unlock. Yeah, Doc. Doc is getting... Doc, he's a fucking doctor. You know what's yeah. even better? He's not a doctor. He pretends to be a doctor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Doc yeah. isn't a fucking doctor. He has doctor. the charisma of somebody who thinks they could go through life pretending to be a doctor. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't even have a PhD, that, yeah. and he calls himself Doc. He's getting ass. He yeah. is getting ass. Sneezy? Sneezy's getting ass, too, because that's some sympathy ass he's going to be yeah. getting. You know what I mean? Are you okay? Are you feeling sick? Oh, baby, baby, let me take care of you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's going to be bringing him hail and hearty, Sneezy. Yeah. And soup is a gateway drug to ass, okay? <laughs> you don't bring soup. Soup is planting a seed for ass. Okay. Right? That's never been my go-to. How do I attract women? Soup, that's never been me, but if hey, you to each their own. To soup? Yeah, to soup their own, bro. <laughs> Anyways, every single place... <laughs> Exact same DJ <laughs> strategy. It's the worst joke I've ever made. To soup We're moving on. on. We're moving to on. Soup We're moving on. Sometimes to soup I got that, sounds like, that sounds like you want to talk about levels. I am next level. I got the dubstep with that joke right there. To soup their own, bro. <laughs> that sounds like yeah, a band from the early two thousands. Bowling for soup broke up and they made it <laughs> half of the. Half of the band members got together with somebody else to soup their own. It was anyway. It was their their in, indie project. It was yeah. it was Paul Simon by himself, you know, to soup their own, to soup on his own. Oh my uh, god! Sometimes, sometimes I get a good feeling. I get a feeling that I'm funny, 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 funny. Oh yeah. Anyway, even when the jokes are bad. Anyways, <laughs> every DJ. You know what? The confidence in me to be making that joke is great. I so, ah, that is swag. Very to much. make to soup their own joke is swagoo. 
because it truly is the worst joke. It's bad. It's worse and you're, than you're like, you know, not, you know, what's actually been worse. The post delivery has been worse because I'm as you've just doubled down. I'm relishing. I feel like Reggie you Miller. Think you could save it by, t- by talking about how bad it was. <laughs> That's what you're doing. I actually think it's phenomenal. I think to soup their own might be one of the best jokes I've ever made. I think to soup their own was a phenomenal joke. It, it literally, I, I think it's so funny because the confidence in me to say to soup. And did you notice if we, if if everyone wants to go back, there was a long, there was a little bit of a pause, a long pause for this for us. Loud about nothing, right? It was it was months of silence for loud about nothing, but there was a pause where I thought the joke in my head and said well, that's bad. But then I fucking said it anyways. <laughs> I, said, I said, this needs... All right, get, say it one more time, and I'm going to continue my story. Hey, whatever. To soup their own, bro. <laughs> <laughs> to soup their own! All right, so... There's... All right, so... Um, I'm, I'm walking down the street, and there's all these places that all have the same DJs, with the same strategy and I decide I don't need to go to do this again. So I decide to go get pizza. Wow. So brave. You're so brave that you're like, I don't need to go club more. It wasn't, uh, it's hard to even call them clubs. They were just fish pools of people and loud. Fish, fish pools. I th- Like not to bring it back to what's New York, a fish pool. Just like, I guess What's a fish pool? I never, never heard of a fish pool before. That's a word I just made up. Oh, I like, like this. I love this. A fish pool. Because usually fish are in the ocean or they're in tanks. They never get to <laughs> they never get to do swimming as, as just like a like people are sardines. They'll be like, oh, everybody was like packed in there like sardines. Just say fish pool. It's a fish pool. That's fish pool is a bad. <laughs> it's a fish my... pool. It's where fish go to have fun when they swim. If, if fish this get is... a little too hot in the ocean, they barely jump in the have pool. fun. It's they're overstocked because the food industry is, is so bad. Too many <laughs> fish in the fish pool. Way too many fish in the fish pool. But anyways. Okay. It says Joe's Pizza with an NY in the middle. Joe's New York Pizza. Okay. Which I think New York, New York needs to tighten up on who they allow to use their name. Because people just throw around New York willy nilly and I don't think that the state really signs off on all this. We need to get a copyright on the on the New York. You know what I mean? Someone yeah. needs Cuomo, to do something. before he leaves should do something. He could legalize weed to get his ass in good terms with people. He's got to uh-huh. do one more act of like, let's uh, let this New York name mean something. If Cuomo says you can't say New York pizza, you could say New York style. You know what I mean? New York style. You could say New York style. But New you York not say- being in the name of your of your establishment. It can't be New York. Unless somebody Tony's from New York, New York, has, York pizza. Has, unless somebody from New York has tried it and approved. Ah, even then. A, a registered, a even registered then, bro, because ambassador. <laughs> and a registered yeah, ambassador of the state must sign off on your name being used in a practice of business. It can't just be some person willing. Because I know some dudes in New York that are ordering pizza little Caesars, okay? So, like, I don't true. just trust this anyone. True. Okay? So, you go into the pizza spot. I get my pizza. I sit outside. There's this bachelorette party. I thought you said spatularette at first. <laughs> I thought... I thought... <laughs> There's a spatula-themed bachelorette party? <laughs> I didn't... Because they all have to have a theme now. Everybody's party's got a theme. Okay, so I'm outside. There's a bachelorette party. Bachelorette. Bachelor. And we're talking. I'm I'm probably like bitching a little bit about the pizza, whatever. We're all talking. You're alone. 
No, I'm with my friend. Thank God. Yeah, we're, we're yeah we're having a we're having a discussion. Have you ever been to New York? Oh my God, I love. They're from Minnesota, and she starts talking about how she loves New York. She loves New York. She went twice, I think, for a long weekend. Um, I want to say in high school, and she was like, you know, my dream is to be proposed to at the Rockefeller Center tree. What? And I just like what? I like moaned because I was trying, I was like, oh, and then she's like, wait, what? And then I'm in my head. This girl, by the way, absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Not that it matters, but I felt like I should say it. Why do you feel like you should say it then if it doesn't matter? I guess it doesn't matter. So why? No, tell me. Why do you want to say it if it doesn't matter? I guess. No, just tell me. Just well, everybody's me. hot. Everybody's hot. Everyone's hot. So it so doesn't tell matter. Me why Everyone's you... beautiful. Because in my head, I'm like, she is like. I'll tell you this. Uh, if she, she was ugly, like a ten. If she was an ugly person, I'd say you could get married at the fucking fake tree. You know what I'm no, saying? Bro? I is that say what you're that. saying, Robbie? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. You go. I don't no, care. No, that's not what if, I'm saying. If you're ugly, everybody is beautiful and deserving of love. Go to fucking Walmart, get a fucking twelve dollar tree. I'll propose to you in front of that if you're ugly. You're, no, you're. I no. love Robbie's throwing around numbers too. He says she's a ten, right? No, no. All right, I'm sorry. I should say no. That. This is beautiful. This is nice. All right, gorgeous woman, talking about her dream to be proposed to under the Rockefeller Center tree. I was like, oh, interesting. In New York, that's a little corny. That's like, there's a lot. There's corny. a big crowd. Like. It's always very crowded, whatever. And she was saying how, like, she thinks it's really romantic because she's from Minnesota. She's like, well, not in Minnesota. It's very romantic in Minnesota. And I was kind of like, oh, you in my head, whatever. I was drunk. I was out. It is what it is. I was like, oh, she deserves so much better. That's what you told her. No, in my head. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. But I was kind of just like, oh, at least make sure he does it at like 4 a.m. when nobody's there. Like, but trust me, like, you probably, I'm sure you could find something more romantic that be like, whatever. The Rockefeller Center tree is kind of this corporate, whatever. Do you want to know something? What? The first thing I think of when you say you proposed in front of the Rockefeller Center tree, do you know that the Rockefeller Center is one of the biggest places in the world for public masturbation? No, I didn't know that. And that there's actually a team, a unit that sits outside that literally has to pull people to the side and be like, ma'am, I'm sorry. Um, a man just jerked off on your coat. And really, a, there's a unit. There's outside. an anti-masturbation unit. There's an anti-masturbation. Yeah, this unit is this is things that would have helped me because the, I know you needed me there, bro. Because <laughs> I, I could be like, you don't even know how many how many dudes are walking this around. This is cold, hard facts, not just me being like, ah, you're corny. You're a tourist. There's an anti people because everyone's wearing coats and it's in tight quarters. So these perverts, they stick their hands in their jacket and they start jerking off. And then when they oh, they like finish, during the tree ceremony and they're rubbing. No, just walking around. So they're like t- rubbing on everyone. And they, they get off on like jerking off in public, and it happens so frequently that there's an anti-masturbation uh, uh, unit outside of Rockefeller Center 24/7 because it happens so often. I mean, that's wild. It is wild, and this is and this girl's also not romantic. Not romantic. <laughs> well, all right. Then I was like, the next day, whatever. We talked a little bit more about New York. Off to the winds. She all they all got in a car. So the next day, I was like thinking about it. I was like, I was like condescending. Was I an asshole? Whatever. Trying to like replay the night in my head. And I was like, is it? I did like kind of do this in the moment in my head, but I still was like, ah, it's kind of corny. I feel like you should probably try to get proposed to somewhere else. But she was like, it's my dream, dream, dream to do this. Not in Minnesota. And I was like, is it 
romantic to fly like if that is this place from her childhood where she's like has this memory maybe i was like maybe it is romantic and it, I, I think it is romantic i think if you live in yeah if you live in you have to put it in perspective and that's what they, and i i thought about this and i was like i do need to put you always got to be putting things into perspective a hundred percent especially you know, with the way people have their relationship with new york or any place our relationship are we our relationship with New York is, it's it's or it's there already. It's where the I honeymoon know. phase is over. I guess if you like vacation propose, I don't know the right word for this, but yeah, you travel to propose. It will probably be in someplace corny to the locals of that place. Destination proposal. You're destination. About. That's what I was looking for. A destination, destination proposal. <laughs> Also, if you're going on vacation, I, I think that people expect at a certain I know point destination in proposals are very, very hot right now. They're actually more calm. If you go on a vacation vacation with a significant other and you guys have been dating for a long time. It is expected, I think, you probably to almost need to give a warning. You need to look your partner in the eye and go, let's have we're having a good time. I'm not proposing this whole trip. So don't fucking don't don't be fucking antsy this whole time. OK, yeah, yeah. I say you lay right. it down. Yeah. You look someone in their eyes and go, well, I'm we've, not proposing. We've spoken about this on the podcast about how people are obsessed with the element of surprise with it. My sister got proposed to both of them. OK. And I asked the stories, the older one I forget. And you know what? I'm actually pretty fucking happy I forgot about it. You know, because I need other information in my head. I don't need yeah. how my sister got proposed to in my head. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> like, I hate to be shady as fuck. She's married. I remember the wedding. Of I course. I don't need to remember how, how someone else proposed to my sister. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I have other shit I have to remember. Like, there's, there's a masturbation unit that sits outside of Rockwell's. <laughs> <Yeah. house. laughs> <laughs> well, I do think, yeah, I guess that's part of what it is, is it can be romantic as long as whatever the relationship between the two people. Maybe it is like, oh, there's all these people but that's cute to them. Not, I mean, it's wild. It's my just other a, sister, the, her and her fiance would walk home from work the same way every day. Okay. And they would walk by the Manhattan Zoo or whatever, right? And, the Central and, Park Zoo? I give I give it the whole fucking borough. I I know that you wow. live in it to just the park. I give it the whole fucking okay. borough. All okay, right. you promoted it. It doesn't I even promoted know about it. Our promotion. Okay. <laughs> I almost call the, it the Manhattan five Zoo. <laughs> I call it the five borough zoo sometimes. Yeah. You call it the five borough zoo. I call it the five borough zoo. It just leaped the Staten Island Zoo and the Bronx Zoo. This the Bronx, Bronx Zoo is definitively the best zoo out of the three <laughs> zoos. Hey, don't you dare! We got a Komodo dragon here in Staten Island. Okay, we do have a Komodo dragon. We got the best reptile unit in the whole uh, in the I whole know. the five boroughs. But the five borough zoo, they walk past the Central Park zoo. zoo. They walk past the, the New York State Zoo. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if we're going to do research on animals, we're going to go to the United States Zoo, right the in the United middle of Central States Park. Zoo. Okay. <laughs> and so what was nice? So they would walk past it every day. And so what he did was the opposite. He did, he took something that they did all the time like together. That. And then he made that special and like, like got that. down on a knee in front of the seals. And then he proposed there. And then my sister goes, and the seals were clapping for us. I think she's got a little imagination, but uh, you know what I'm uh, saying? So he coordinated the the ride, the the walk home. Yeah. To like come to life a little bit more. And yeah, yes. I like that. I like that. I think that's nice. She walks home past the Met, the Met employee. Maybe, maybe King Tut comes out in uniform. Yeah. <laughs> 
King Tut did come out. He came out. King Tut comes out. So, King Tut comes out from the mat. And he said, I asked for your mummy's approval yeah. to marry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and and then, yeah, 100%. That's exactly what happened. And and she and he's like, I, I think that's be nice. That's more my speed, I think. Yeah, that's more my speed, too. I think that was class. That was class. Do you think you'll ever propose? I hope so. I think I feel like I'm getting older in life, you know, and I don't know if that's ever going to be who I am. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I think I would maybe a- it depends there. It's a give and take. Everything is a give and take. I think marriages are the one of the biggest compromises, like, and it would have to fit into your agenda. You know what sucks? I don't know if it would or maybe it does. You know what sucks? I want I want it bad. So then maybe it will. I think if you want it, if you prioritize it above. But I think there's a part of me that I career. I don't prioritize it above happiness and i think a lot of people prioritize it above happiness i see uh, even happiness to a partner people be people are why, reckless with the proposal who they get married to i know the, the people you get married to out there you sickos is wild the choices you yeah. are making are wild <laughs> yes. i just want to say that definitely the choices people are making to get married to these people yeah. are wild and i'm We're not talking to- a second or third date married married yes. the longest contract you'll ever sign yeah some people be signing the craziest contracts a hundred percent hold out it's like signing up to work at a job for every day for the rest of your life <laughs> that's not not really a full flushed out job you don't know your responsibilities you're i mean it could change at any moment yeah i guess that's what it I'm just saying. had a nice like yeah you got a know. signing bonus I guess, yeah you got right? a signing bonus what a lot of people just get signed up fryer, for the signing bonus an air yeah. fryer a trip to fucking hawaii is that the signing bonus i know <laughs> like who cares I don't know. I think like the people that people people choose to get married to blow my mind. I I don't disagree. And so I'm not will I want to get married, but I'm not willing to ever do that. That's good. That's what it is. That's I good. guess what I'm trying to say you is you want to meet somebody that knocks your socks off. Oh, that would be lovely. That would be lovely. Yeah. I want to I want to care for someone. I know. I Me truly too. do, bro. Me too. I truly want to look at somebody and I want to say, I want to take care of you. And I want you to help me and I want to be there for you. Yeah, I, there's I, something very nice about that. I want to trust that you'll help me and I want to help you. And I want to I, this. I think it's the, one of the best feelings. Doing live <laughs> comedy, that and skiing. <laughs> Maybe my three favorite feelings. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, uh, Fucking storm pills was good, bro. Yeah, I'm sure. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it made the top. Five. I'll tell you this. I'm sure Ooh, it was. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think I, I missed that feeling no more should... than anything. What? Not feel- pills. Just the feeling of yeah. yeah. When I think about wanting a relationship, but it's also, I feel like it's a lot of work to get to that point and you know that what? feeling, and I don't want to go through that work right now. I guess I'm just terrified. Yeah, I guess, Sam. I guess I'm just terrified. 
that you never have that feeling or that you'll no. be broken again? That I'll be broken again. That you'll go get to that feeling and then it will be taken away. It'll be taken away. Yeah, I get that. That's truly where my head's at. I don't think, I think I've changed a lot. So I don't necessarily think it would get taken away, but I don't know. I get scared sometimes too, where I'm like, it sucks. There's like something. It's sad to like. It's sad. It's sad to look. To lose the person that you like, love and care about the most. And they become a stranger and still exist on the earth. It's very sad. It's very sad. (laughs) It sucks. truly one of the saddest things ever. Yeah. I under so to some degree, I understand why people stay with people they hate. I know. But that's also sad because that's the same thing. Only I guess it's not the same thing because you're fighting and there's still a heightened emotion. So you're still getting a heightened level of emotion. Just it isn't love. But getting the zero emotion is maybe sad or harder to deal with. Obviously more healthy. And when I was younger, I like always put myself in the box that I didn't deserve love. Okay. Because I was a fucking, oh, what's the word? Uh, Chubby boy. (laughs) So you were, I got to be the high five man. You threw it. I was the the high five man. Yeah. Yeah. The high five man isn't for love. He's for high fives, hyping up. High five. Catchphrases. Catch, oh, catchphrases, bro. I was a catchphrase king. I used to walk. Uh, I don't doubt it. Oh, bro. You have no idea. I used to walk around. One, kids used to call me the king of allegories because I would just be telling tales all day. You know, okay. in high school. <laughs> in my yearbook, someone wrote down, you're the king of allegories, right? right. Also, people used to just, I, I used to just be saying catchphrases all around, high-fiving. I still had a girlfriend and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just didn't feel like I deserved it. Okay. I got out of the box. Fatah. Right? I took myself out of that fucking box. I, I toy storied that shit. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking said the people ain't around no more. I'm popping out. And I did. I toy story that shit. And then I found something that I go, I see, I'm more than just this box. I could find this, you know, happiness in this way. And I'm sometimes scared that I put myself back in a box with relationships, stuff like that now. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Because you kind of have a little bit. Yeah. Or the person might, or they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they are like the image, which is me projecting, but the image somebody else has of you might be the box. Yeah. Oh, he's this, 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 this. And it's Mm -hmm. like, when you live outside of it and you're very comfortable outside of it, it's hard to trust that somebody else will be on that same wavelength. It's hard there's only so many times you could go in and out of the box. I know. Before the box doesn't exist and you're just a weathered old man. I mean, this is we really, really got deep this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Come see Phenomenal July oh 9th. Oh my God, kill me now. <laughs> kill me now. Oh, we, we, got the- we can't post any of this. Maybe, maybe we switch therapy days. Okay. Hit the fucking music. (laughs) 